This is the Airport Experience News Podcast with Ramon Lowe. I am Ramon Lowe, the publisher of Airport Experience News. Please make sure you subscribe because it's free and the episodes are great. So if you want to listen on your phone or tablet, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, or Stitcher. And of course, if you want to listen on your computer, just go to airportxnews.com slash podcast. This is episode four, but as you can tell by the music, it's also uh, our second in our monthly Ones to Watch series, where we feature emerging members of various airport commercial teams in North America. And this is really a great look into how they came to the industry, what they're excited about, and more. So for this episode, I chat with Demetria Wyden, the new business development manager for Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. And you always learn new things about people, and among the many, and perhaps the funniest, is the reason why she came to the airport. You're just going to have to listen. So here's my chat with Demetria Wyden. I'm here with Demetria Weidman, the new business development manager for Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Demetria, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Ramon. So this is part of a recurring series that I've kind of titled Ones to Watch, where I'm focusing on emerging folks on various commercial management teams throughout the country. And what I'd like to do is kind of start from the beginning with you. Um, You know, what brought you into this industry? First of all, thank you again for having me. It's an, it's an honor to be featured um, in an industry that I never imagined myself being a part of. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure that when people work with others that are in airports, there are a lot of aviation enthusiasts and people maybe that even studied aviation in school. I'm largely at the airport because I live near here. So <laughs> that's great. Um, when I uh, I was laid off from a job and uh, was looking for another job and wanted something close to home, I had never really thought about the airport, uh, but came across a marketing position, which is my background, mm-hmm. for Hartsfield Jackson, that happened to be in the concessions management unit, and I applied. Um, for two reasons, because I was familiar with marketing and it was going to give me a shorter, a shorter commute. Um, and obviously the rest is history. I interviewed for the position and started here at the airport. Um, but I can say it's been one of the best career moves, intentionally or not, that I've made because um, I've really come to love the aviation industry. So my second question, it's kind of related to a a little bit of a follow-up, but I want you to kind of share something you find unique and exciting uh, to this industry compared to the previous one that you'd been, and also maybe talk about something that surprised you, because I know everyone, anyone who comes from outside of the airport industry, we all have our preconceived notions about not just uh, traveling through an airport, but like working in one, which people don't necessarily have visibility to. So if you could just share some of the things that kind of surprised you and some things that you feel are so unique and exciting about the industry itself. Uh, Ramon, I came, my background again was in marketing and I worked in automotive for Toyota and then I worked for Earthlink, which is an internet service Mm -hmm. provider. So very different. (laughs) And when I first started here, everything was brand new to me. But the intricacies of how airports are run, and specifically how these uh, food and beverage and retail places show up in airports, 
and the thought process behind them um, and the procedures that they go through to get these businesses up and running in the airport was shocking to me. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, when we're tra as travelers, when we're going through the airport, um, you make decisions, you know, to pick up a, sandwich, a sandwich or to buy a magazine um, and you go on about your way, but you never really understand um, the strategy behind how these places got there. You're, you're glad to see them, but you don't know how much thought goes into it. Uh, so when I was exposed to that side of the business um, of concessions and then watching operations and all of the different ways that this place is run like a small city, uh, it was just shocking to me, um, but also exciting uh, because travel since has not been the same for me cannot go to another airport and not think about your job and the way that they are doing things. And, you know, you're either critiquing or you're taking notes on all of the wonderful things that you see in airports worldwide. Um, so it, you know, it, it was a huge change for me, but it was, there are just, just the list is long of things that yeah. are me. Um, but I feel very privileged to be in a situation where um, I am, my job ends up touching millions of people um, every year. And, and that's what, I'm sorry, that's what, was gonna, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, you're coming in, not just like working your way up, but you're coming into the busiest airport in the world of all right. places, right? Right, and, and again, you, those are things you don't pay attention to, the volume of people. You know, as a traveler, okay, yes, there are a lot of people out of here, out of this, airport or that come through here every day but as a local resident um, and with us having so much connecting traffic i hadn't connected the two um, and hearing words like world's busiest airport don't really resonate until you understand that there are over a hundred million people that are passing through this airport every day and the decisions that we're making um, for our travelers are here to help their travel experience or make it better. Um, and it just, I get excited about those things. These are things I never thought would excite me, but I get real animated uh, when I think about the impact that um, this airport has on people from around the world. Did it feel a little daunting at first, maybe when you, um, you know, you accept the job, you go in and then you peel back the layers and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many more levels. Uh, like I think you mentioned intricacies to the, to the environment, but there's so many more layers to this space. It is amazing to me. And um, it keeps this job fresh mm -hmm. because there are so many layers. No two days are the same. At some levels you're like, oh, that's stressful. No, it's really exciting because, um, I come in to this office, there's nothing mundane about what mm. we do. Uh, and, and that is things that are not just specifically job related. When I walk out into this airport, I am a part of the entire operation. So people are stopping me and asking questions. I'm giving direction. I'm helping travelers that may be in distress. I'm picking up trash to keep our airport clean you become a part of this, this whole operation and you feel integral to it um, because these employees are how we keep our status 
as the world's most efficient, um, the world's most traveled um, mm. airport. Where you feel ownership with that, and that's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, just think about the economic impact that an airport as large as Atlanta is to the city, or to the region. Let's just say, not even the city, but to the region. That's amazing. You know, we've got um, over sixty thousand employees that wow. are a, a part of this airport every day. But then you you just can just go to 50,000 foot and you look down and you're like, oh, there are all these businesses that um, are connected to this airport. This is how they survive and their employees. And, and again, I live in this area and now I'm starting to see the effects that the Aerotropolis uh, is having on the community and the mm-hmm. jobs it produces and all the innovation that comes out of that. And it's just awe inspiring for me. I should have let off with this, but how long have you been uh, with the airport? So this makes uh, 11 years for me, mm-hmm. um, and it goes by so fast. Yes, it does. Uh, and this was, uh, to, I thought, was a pit stop, you know, so I was going to do my time here, uh, but I was not into aviation, uh, as so I was going to take advantage of, you know, this close commute. I was going to learn a couple of things. Um, really, I thought I was going to learn more about the city than aviation. Um, and then it turned into 11 years and now a career um, as I try to navigate uh, the rest of the opportunities that are within aviation. And a lot of, a lot of uh, milestones during that, those 11 years, during that block. I, I've been 14 years in this industry, and I know how Atlanta not has grown, but really evolved. So, yeah. Yeah, the growth is just, it's insane. And, and not just from a passenger uh, count standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I've watched as we brought on um, additional air carriers, additional car- cargo carriers. Uh, we have built the new international terminal. So the footprint of the airport continues to expand. Future plans call for the possibility of two additional concourses. Air, a a uh, hotel that's coming. It, the growth is just incredible. And then also to be a part of a complete, two complete makeovers of yep. the concurrence program. Um, we've had a complete retail and a complete food and beverage change out, which is amazing to me, you know, how mm-hmm. we flip the switch and ownership changes hands. And then you watch uh, brands change out and the entire makeup of the program change. During your time, can you share um, maybe a specific specific event that proved to be a point of learning for you? So I want to lead this by saying I feel like every day (laughs) is a learning opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because the the dynamics shift so much. I'm going to use... an event uh, specific to uh, what my job was as a concessions marketing manager and ways to increase awareness about the program. So um, working with people that have ownership in airport properties, meaning, you know, there are tenants uh, and they've got a best invested interest in how well things go is interesting to say the least. And you always want to do everything that you can to make sure these people that are, are paying into this marketing fund are getting the best bang for their, their buck, but also trying to do something new. And collectively, 
uh, with the marketing committee, you know, we decided we wanted to have an event activation in this airport. And we were going to try to bring the equivalent of a street food festival into the airport. And I would be lying if I told you that the year and a half, maybe two years of trying to set this up was probably one of the most stressful times (laughs) because this is an airport and the majority of the people who are here are here to ensure that airport operations run smoothly. And we were trying to disrupt that all in the name of letting people know how great the food is here. So nobody cares. (laughs) And the amount of coordination that it took for me to get in the room, police, fire, the airline, Mm -hmm. concessionaires, finance, law, who was like, oh my God, why are you even trying to do this? And get people on one accord Mm -hmm. and eventually get approval to even move forward was insane. But what it taught me was how closely you've got to work with all of these different people to make things happen And even in the face of of adversity, make sure that people never lose sight of the goal, that they understand your vision, and that they understand that working together is going to move this thing forward. And at the end of the day, when it all works, if it all works, Mm -hmm. it's going to be better for the airport family as a whole. And... um, There were the meetings outside of the meeting. Um, There were the collective gatherings. There were the late nights in drawing out the vision. Uh, There were the continual conversations and uh, trying to get understanding and cooperation um, that really gave me more backbone than I ever thought I had. But in the process, you find a few advocates and um, you learn to help how to have people help you carry the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I learned way more than I ever thought I would know about operations and how our lines uh, run and our emergency management system and, you know, how not to obstruct cameras and ensure that safety and security was first, but that you could bring events that are fun and unusual into this environment and they'd be successful. So it's easy, it's safe to say then that regardless of the outcome, the journey was really the reward, right? I mean, because if, if it came out successfully, and I'm sure it did, it, you, you learned something. If it went poorly, you learned something. Absolutely. And at some, at some point, people were willing to let go and let it move forward to see exactly how things would work. And it, sometimes it's hard to get innovation in an, in an environment that is so structured. Yeah, It is hard to bring new things in an environment where they like things to be predictable. But by opening up and allowing things to flow, I think we all got something from that process. So it's not strictly just, oh, these were the things that I learned um, and it was all for me. It was for all of us involved to understand that yes, structure is very important in this environment. I can never downplay that. But that innovation is important and being open to change is important as well because you find a lot of roadblocks in in airports where people are not as willing to try new things. 
Um, yeah. And it helps when you test those boundaries from time to time. You know, I, it's funny because I tell people who, um, are, if they're a brand or, or operator or whatever, looking to get into airports, they don't know it from any other viewpoint other than as a traveler. I yeah. always say that, like, it, it's kind of like what they say about New York. If you can make it in New York, you make it anywhere. If you can make it in an airport, you can make it anywhere. Because like you said, there's so many constraints from security to le- whatever it is that um, if you can make it there, then you, you've already run through the gauntlet. You know, you've been through the fire. And you were saying how you were able to pull this thing off despite all these restrictions. And I think that's where, that's where the innovation comes from. You're right. Because once you are able to finagle and, you know, work your way into that, that confined space, that's, that makes it rewarding. And that's where, uh, yeah, it's very commendable that you were able to do that. I, I appreciate that. And, and I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's, uh, it is, it's baffling, I think, to people who work outside of here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how you navigate all of the restrictions. I mean, things so simple as delivering tables for the booths that we had for the, um, the event. Mm-hmm. It seems simple, but I'm like, hey, guys, you can't just pull up curbside with this 18-wheeler <laughs> and offload like you could at some other location. That's kind of scary at an airport. Yeah, you can't leave this truck unattended. You know there are there are only these hours, this window of time that we have to work through. You can't start dragging stuff in here. We've got lines. We've got people who are traveling, and once you say that to them, it's not that it doesn't make sense, but the light bulb goes on. Oh yeah, this That's is right. an airport. I can't just do these things. And the same thing applies to people who want to open up a business in the airport and mm-hmm. don't think through all of these intricacies. And once you start talking to them, they're like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. But it just takes having that conversation and explaining to them, you know, how sensitive this environment is. And they're like, you know, then then the light bulb goes on. But it's always funny when you have those conversations before they thought any of that through. Uh, exactly. And yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We, we can yes. go on and on and on about uh, about stories uh, of people who are just completely like coming into this space and just and and they walk out like they've been shocked. Yes. By the system, like oh my gosh, I never never realized it that way. But anyway, talk about a favorite part of the job. Like you said, there's no two days or no days are alike because there's always something new to tackle, some new challenge to overcome. Uh, so believe it or not. Uh... One of my favorite parts is talking to people about the airport. Um, because I do uh, business development, you know, I get those calls where people um, have this great idea yeah. and <laughs> it's going to be perfect for the airport. <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, these the people do have really, really great ideas. And so I don't want to knock it. And I don't ever want to discourage anyone from calling me. You know, one of my favorite things is talking to people about their innovative ideas and then helping them understand the dynamics of an airport and operating here. Mm -hmm. Uh, My approach is um, never to be a dream killer. So (laughs) I like to talk people through it and I make myself available for conversations that are probably way longer than they should be. Um, But I like for people to understand the makeup of airports Mm -hmm. and what it means to operate here and helping them think deeper 
about what their ideas are. So I like to provide information and there's never a lack of information to provide for people who are thinking that this is going to be their, their move. The most rewarding part of that, Ramon, is, you know, getting to the end of the conversation and hearing the person sitting across from me or on the phone thank me for being so open and honest. And for your time, honestly. For my time, for being open and honest about the process, for giving them a new perspective on what it means to operate here. And sometimes they walk away looking at their business model differently. Whether it's gonna be something that they're going to pursue or not, people are always appreciative of you know the time that you take to talk to them about it. I'm equally as appreciative for the exchange because there are times when people bring new things to the table and I'm just excited about the opportunity that we may have to incorporate it into our program. So it's a great exchange. Um, and those are the types of conversations that make my days different and exciting. So I'm going to, uh, this might be a very, very weak link, but maybe does it have a, your, your uh, ability to inform and educate? Does that lead back to, or does that, does that lead you back to your, your, your um, experience as, in marketing? I mean, honestly, that's one aspect of marketing, right? Not just to, to cause someone to buy or to act, but it's also to inform. So maybe that's, there's a link there, I guess. You know what, Ramon, in, um, it's, it's funny that you say that. Um, absolutely is my, is my answer to that. Um, and I, I am a marketer at heart. It's my nature. Um, and so I never, I never really get away from it. Um, and I try to incorporate that into things that I'm doing as I'm writing RFPs or, you know, just thinking about how we'll utilize spaces mm-hmm. is to, um, is that aspect of it is, is a part of it. And that maybe is why I am the way that I am and why I enjoy that exchange so much. Um, but yeah, I love to inform and, and some of it, you know, is a sales job. I sell this airport. <laughs> yes. um, I believe in what we have here and what we do. And I believe in our process and I believe in this staff here and the, the care that we take in crafting and nurturing this program. And so um, I am always happy to sell that or market what this concession staff does, what this airport means to the community, what this airport means to the world is just a part of what I enjoy doing. Well, I'm glad you mentioned staff because my next question for you uh, deals with mentor, with mentor mentors, let's say. And I'm sure during your time, you've come across several. So I'd love for you to kind of share who they are and maybe what bits of wisdom they've been able to impart upon you. Um, so I've been very fortunate to come across some phenomenal people in this business. And so... <sighs> My mentors come from both sides of the table. Um, The concessionaires, I consider many of them mentors, whether I've told them that directly or not. (laughs) And they're going to be listening to this, by the way. I know. Oh, my God. So just so they know, um, I have sat across the table from them, you know, now for 11 years. I admire them so much. Just the wisdom, the tenacity, the... uh, strength it takes to operate out here and last out here is just insane. 
Um, one of the former concessionaires, um, her name is Cecilia Corbin Hunter. She uh, no longer operates out here, but um, was a partner at, uh, in one of our concessions operations. And uh, she was always very concerned or, or interested in my career path and always very encouraging about being a woman in the aviation industry and you know the way in which she felt I carried myself and the amount of encouragement she gave me to just continue my path and stay hungry to ask questions to be at the table you know to have a presence that was what she impressed upon me and I've never forgotten it watching the way she moved and just her encouraging me to see that I was moving in the same way. I was able to move in these circles and hold my own. Um, th that was a big part of what she brought to the table. So <clears throat> Ramon, there are, there are plenty of, of people that, you know, I've watched grow and flourish in this industry. Uh, but I, I can't talk about mentors and not give a nod um, to Paul Brown, mm -hmm. who is a senior member of our staff here and probably one of the most knowledgeable people I know in concessions. Same and here. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because, you know, he's, he's crazy funny. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> we laugh all the time, just, you know, in general conversation. But I am always amazed to see him in meetings and start spouting off numbers. Uh, people talk about his, his industry knowledge, and then he's always willing to take the time to transfer that knowledge. And um, I have been grateful from that, from the time I worked for him during his first run here, and now his time back as the Department of Aviation. Um, he has truly served as a mentor for me, and he's probably one of the reasons that I've stuck to it and I continue to strive to learn more. And Paul was actually, when I started a long time ago, um, uh, the lady, uh, Pauline Amherst, who used to own, who started and owned um, Airport Revenue News at the time, you know, I was, I had a question about something and she was stuck. She's like, just contact Paul. And I forgot who he was with at the time, but he was one of the first people I ever spoke to. Didn't know him, he didn't know me, and spent maybe 25 minutes on something it could have been, can you explain what mag is? You know, or something like that. It was a very simple, like open and closed answer. But he right. took so much time out right. of his day to kind of educate, which is always great. And I love him I for mean, it. Awesome. And he, he's so detailed. And, mm -hmm. and, and so I've had new, on numerous occasions those types of talks with Paul because his number one priority was making sure that I truly understood it. Mm -hmm. Not just the surface stuff. Here's the definition go look it up yourself, like show me examples and looking stuff up online. And you can't tell Paul that you want to learn about something because articles will start showing up. In your <laughs> Bring off stuff, dropping it by on your desk because it's not just, hey, this is what I know. Here's everything to back it up. So read this, truly understand. And I appreciate that. And, and I take his word as gospel. So, I mean, I'm thankful that I get to follow up like, you know, like article 
in about 10 I, minutes or something. I mean, seriously, he goes right back to his desk <laughs> and he's firing off stuff. And I'm like, okay, Paul, I get it. It's not that I didn't believe you, but he's like, no, no, I'm not saying you didn't believe me. Here's just some backup. I'm like, great. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. And, you know, he also knows a lot of people. He's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you've been in situations where people want to kind of keep their contacts to themselves. Mm-hmm. He's totally not that person. He's got me out at conferences and he is stopping intentionally, introducing me to people, making sure we connect, letting me know what their area of expertise is and making sure I'm comfortable following them, following up with them for any additional information I need. So I think we, uh, my next question probably might touch on something that you, you already mentioned in a previous question about um, you know, point of learning, but maybe, maybe it's different. So talk about maybe your proudest moment during your tenure there at Artsfield. You're right. I'm going to use the taste again as another. No problem. Um, it, it just, it had been a moment, a triumph. We're going on year five for that mm-hmm. event. Uh, and it's had amazing growth, um, amazing success. Uh, it's well received by travelers. Employees look forward to it every year. One of the best parts about that event, Ramon, is that all of the proceeds that we get or that are taken in for that go directly to charity, 100%. Oh, that's great. Uh, the, the marketing fund pays for the event to take place. So, you know, the it, it's a great marketing tool for the concessionaires, uh, but then we're able to help some really, really worthy causes. And when we, when I look back at this last year and just look at, you know, how successful it's been, I'm going to say I really finally raised my hands and said, you know, this is a great moment for, for me for this airport, um, and I hope for the concessions industry as a whole. You know, we, we watch the growth of these programs and we see how much, you know, they are reflective of um, local food and retail choices, how much they are reflective of, you know, innovation in this space as people try new things in an airport. And you just, hope that the travelers know that all of these options are here and that they're taking advantage of it. Um, And there is this hope that we are helping to shape the travel experience and even change the way that people do airports. Um, You want people to get here early, uh, but sometimes they don't know what all you have poured into these programs. They don't know enough to get here early and to take it in, or even to choose your airport as a connecting destination so that they're able to airport differently. And, you know, we've seen that evolution in parts with places like, uh, you know, One Flew South or just, you know, some of the other very innovative restaurants where we know that travelers are changing their behavior to make sure that they can take part of it. And that is what the taste is all about. It's about showcasing the best airport culinary experience. I would say that rivals any other airport in the world. 
and you want that type of exposure so people airport differently. Get here early, take advantage of these opportunities, and then enjoy the rest of your trip because we are a part of your travel experience. We are not just a means to an end. Um, that's a proud moment for me. I like the, I like what you did there. You, this maybe this is the marketing side. <laughs> I like how you just turned airport into a verb. You know, how do you airport or airport differently? And it's it's crazy because I think about these types of things, but it it is a verb. This is a part of what you're doing, and um, the, what we have here, everything that we do here, has an impact on your mm. trip. And you know, so we all talk about it from the moment you pull into that parking lot until you finally take off, the things that we do affect how your, your travel experience is gonna be. And you know, the more that we remember that and the more that we decide that we are, we are a verb yeah. and we are not just a means to an end, um, the more I think you see things evolve and we, pride ourselves on being a part of that experience well i'm going to share a little quick story with you you know um my my kids flew for the first time last summer and obviously we're you know flying delta we're connecting through um through atlanta um onto our eventual destination and you know flew out of palm beach international great airport my local airport right in my backyard we get to atlanta we had about two and a half hour layover let's say so you get in Already, you know, so I know Atlanta pretty well. I'm pretty good, you know, and just relaxing. But I like to walk the airport still, even though I've been in the airport many times. And I'm walking with my son, and he's just like amazed because it's like you said, it's kind of like it's a small city. It's basically a city. Let's just say it, right? I'm not going to talk about where we eventually ended up, but um, I had to tell him not every airport is like this. (laughs) This is not as as big as this. This is like this is like. uh, four or five PBIs in this airport, by the way, actually probably more than that. So, you know, we can't just, um, it's cool to hop on the train, go to each terminal or walk each terminal, you know what I mean? It is fun, but it's, uh, I'm like, it's not, everything is like this, but it was like a great adventure for him. (laughs) That's how he airports. really is. When we say shop, dine, explore, we mean that because you can, you can explore this airport from the art exhibits uh, to mm. going and uh, getting a massage, finding a minute suite, taking a nap, uh, enjoying these gourmet meals, grabbing something quick to go, um, shopping and picking up a tie or just grabbing a magazine. It, it's all of those things. Okay. And um, if you're not in this airport, you know, on a regular basis, there's always something changing. Yep constantly evolving and it's so exciting um and i love to see you know when people are in here and they're really just taking it all in um, because it is a very amazing very dynamic place and um you know we we get out here and we put our best foot forward every day for these travelers and it's it's a great thing to see when people have gone through this airport or are in process of going through here and are able to enjoy their time here, mm-hmm. um, do some a couple of things different and, you know, again, make us a part of their experience. That's, it's an awesome feeling. So my last question for you is going to be a little bit of a fun one. You know, what's something that you're looking forward to? Maybe it's an event or process, et cetera. The process of change, um, 
which is the one thing that's constant in all of our lives is always upon us. So I look forward to the constant change. Um, you know, we've got big projects that are coming up um, and, you know, we're working on them and through them now. And the work is just that it's the work. Uh, you get through it. Uh, you think through these things a million times. You push these projects out and then you watch the return. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Waiting for that day when these proposals come in and you get to watch all of the ideas, think, things that people have probably been thinking about for years on paper, and you're able to look at them and watch the change. That is awesome to me. And I always look forward to doing the work to get to the change. As slow or fast as that may happen, <laughs> um, it is um, one of the greatest parts of this job um, because when, after those walls, you know, are up, you, you're able to remove them and open these new establishments to the public. Um, it's I, it's hard for me to describe that feeling, and that is just it's a part of the change and it's constant. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the huge or the bigger projects that we've got coming and all the great things I know that we're going to be able to bring our travelers. Well, that's all I have. And Demetria, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you, Ramon. Um, I appreciate it. And to all those people who uh, decided that I was worthy for this, I appreciate them as well.